Welcome to this edition of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm Richard Ristvet. Recently, I was in Kansas City at the National Association of Farm Broadcasters Convention and ran into some good friends and met some new friends. And on this episode, we're chatting with Andrew Penny, who is the technical agronomist with Bear Crop Science. Also, we're chatting with Fallon Savage, who is the SVP of Farm Credit Services of America. First up, though, we're chatting with Andrew Penny with Bear Crop Science. Tell us a little bit about, you guys have got some new corn traits coming up. Uh, tell us some of these corn traits that you guys are uh, looking forward to putting out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have a number of different corn traits and, and soybean traits that we're working on. Uh, I would say probably the biggest ones that we're most excited about. Um, we have uh, VT4 Pro coming out. And so we have, we have new technology in terms of mode of action for the control of corn rootworm. Uh, that's paired with our SmartStacks Pro products, and so now we have uh, different levels for growers in terms of tra- uh, management for corn rootworm. And so depending on their populations and pressure, uh, we have different traits available for them to uh, choose from that will give them uh, control, but at the same time let them you know, choose which traits they want uh, for, to manage those populations. Uh, we, we also have new technology, uh, our Pression short corn system. And so, you know, uh, with the impact that wind can have on the potential standability of corn, we have technology that will not only, uh, you know, reduce the chance for wind damage, but also we can give growers the ability to access their crops and, and you know, manage their crops in terms of nutrients, uh, you know, fungicide applications. And so it's just, you know, it's, it's really just a system that helps growers uh, not only protect them from wind, but also helps them manage their crops throughout the growing season. Well, and uh, so let's get into the short corn a little bit. How tall is a short corn? And you mentioned some of them. I mean, wind damage is less likely, maybe less inputs. Do tell us some of the advantages of that uh, short stature corn. Yeah, so uh, our, our products right now are, are ranging from about six to seven foot tall. So, so we have some height requirements and, and also ear requirements and, uh, you know, as, as they pass that breeding process. So to advance in our breeding pipeline, we're, we're really shooting for that six to seven foot tall corn plant with a 24 inch ear height. And so, you know, some of the big advantages, um, you know, is, is I would say just access. So, so we know, you know, we're, we're not really changing up nutrient requirements for that corn plant. A, a, a bushel of corn is still going to require the same management and nutrients that, that tall corn will. But with short corn, we can access with our equipment, we can access that crop and apply those nutrients when the crop actually needs it. And so we're hoping that we can, we can increase efficiency um, with, with the products that we do use. Well, outstanding. Uh, so w- when are these traits going to be available for the consumer to buy? Yep, so w- with uh, VT4 Pro and our rootworm technology, uh, we are launching that this year. Uh, we, we did some testing this last year uh, across the Corn Belt, you know, in the areas where corn rootworm is an issue. Um, with short corn, we've, we've been testing short corn for, uh, uh, you know, a number of years with, with, within our own organization and also at universities across uh, the Corn Belt. Uh, we launched uh, what we called the Groundbreakers plat- uh, trial this year, and so we had about uh, 28,000 acres, give or take, of, of short corn out this year with growers. And so we, we got a lot of good data, we had a lot of good, uh, good growers that we work with, and so we, we've been able to really test this product you know, in, in terms of uh, not only the, the benefits from reduced wind damage, but also you know, looking at the yield potential with, with the higher populations, and, and also just you know, the, the, the grower response to, to this new trait. If folks you know, want to uh, get a hold of you guys for some of these new traits and this short stature corn, how do they do that? Where do they go? What's the best first step? Yeah, I would say the, the first step would be uh, you know, visit our website, uh, bear.com. Um, you know, secondly, I would say uh, you know, go to a retailer, you know, a retailer that, that, that carries our products, and they'll have a lot of good information for you as well. 
Well, outstanding. Uh, Andrew, anything else that you'd like to uh, let our listeners know for either now or into the near future? Yeah, I think as we continue to, uh, you know, my biggest recommendation with growers, um, you know, just thinking about some of the weather, you know, environmental conditions that we faced over the years, you know, plan ahead. We've, we've experienced severe droughts in, in a lot of the Corn Belt. And so I, I think the importance of focusing on, you know, the, the, the traits in terms of drought tolerance, stress tolerance for, for products that you select in both corn, soy, cotton, you know, all the products from, you know, from the Corn Belt to the, the, the southeast uh, states that are a little bit warmer. It, that will really help with, with yields and, and crop performance. Well, perfect. Andrew, thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today. Pleasure. I want to thank Andrew Penny with Bear Crop Science. Up next, we're chatting with Fallon Savage with Farm Credit Services of America with some tips about how to navigate today's economic landscape. So, Fallon, we're living in a very tumultuous time in many aspects, but everyone's kind of looking forward to the future and what maybe 2024 will hold for everybody. How do you see 2024 unfolding and what should producers out there know for going into next year? Yeah, really good question, Richard. You know, we are coming off of three years of historical earnings. Producers are sitting on, for the vast majority of them, a significant amount of liquidity on their balance sheets. They are positioned really well for 2024, but there's probably a few headwinds that are gonna be facing them. Inflation is real. Uh, family living has increased, machinery and equipment prices have increased, um, inputs have increased. And so as we take a look at 2024, producers are going to have to be smart. They have to know what their break-evens are, they have to focus on efficiency, and they're going to have to be strategic as they start to think about any kind of expansionary efforts in their operation. Well, and so interest rates there, we may be getting close to the peak. How is that going to affect maybe land values as well going forward? If you could give any insight or any uh, any suggestion to a, a, oh, a producer yeah. out there, what would you suggest? Absolutely a great question. So interest rates have had a significant impact on buying power. As we look at land prices, values have started to stabilize off of some historic highs. But higher interest rates have caused buying power to come down. We like to take a look at cash flow. What's your payment that you're gonna make on your ground that you purchase? And if you can maintain a $300 payment, we saw buying power go from $4,700 an acre when interest rates were 4.75% to now $3,200 an acre now that interest rates are 8.5%. So what that causes you to do is you're probably gonna have to use a little bit more of your cash on your balance sheet. You maybe have to leverage maybe a little bit more of your other ground that's unencumbered. You're going to have to be a little bit more strategic as you start to think about the fact that you're not going to be able to borrow as much against that ground. Well, outstanding. Now, if folks would like to get some assistance, maybe they can just have someone take a look at what they're doing to see if it can help improve and you guys can help them out with that. Where should they go? What's their best first step? How do they do that? Absolutely. Go out to our website, fcsamerica.com. Find a local office. Um, Come in, sit down, talk to a financial officer. Um, Bring in your balance sheet. Bring in your tax returns. Sit down and talk about where your break-evens are at and talk about what your vision is, what you want to do, where you want to go with your operation. And just have them see what they can do to help you and aid in that. Producers are positioned really well. We just have to be really strategic as we think about the future. 
Well, outstanding. Fallon, thank you for spending a little time with us today. Absolutely. Thank you, Richard. I want to thank Fallon Savage with Farm Credit Services of America. Also want to thank again Andrew Penny with Bear Crop Sciences. And for this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network, I'm Richard Ristvet.